Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to show number 33 of Frequency Cast, the UK's online digital TV and technology show. My name's Carl, and with me is our tech guru, Pete. Hi there. Normally, our shows come out once a month, but because we love you so much, here's a special bonus show recorded in November. All will be revealed. Here's what we're covering in this unexpected but pleasantly tantalising take on technology. A peek at a freebie box for TVs without a SCART socket. Two new streaming and DAB radios from Pure. Probably the smallest and oddest mobile we've ever seen. A pocketable recording studio ideal for podcasters. Plus news of the latest HD satnav. But first off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast. Now news. Headline time, and first off, good news for Virgin Media customers. The Sky Channels withdrawn by Virgin over 18 months ago are set to reappear. It seems that Sky and Virgin have met, resolved their differences, and the following channels are set to return to Virgin. Sky 1, Sky 2, Sky 3, Sky News, Sky Sports News, Sky Arts and Sky Real Lives. Channels are expected to return to Virgin on the 13th of November. Next, an update on the Freeview landfill story. BBC Watchdog on the 3rd of November featured a story we've been covering for months. The death of over 250,000 Freeview boxes made by Bush, Dayu, Labgear, Portland and Triax. The Beeb approached some of our regular listeners to help research the story. Great to get some national coverage on this. Pity they didn't plug Frequency Cast, though. Next up, BT Vision News. Vision customers with kids in the house will be pleased to know that the Disney Channel and Playhouse Disney will now have content available on BT Vision. Users can watch on a pay-per-view basis or as part of the BT Vision Kids Pack. Next, Nuts. Lads Channel Nuts TV is set to vanish from early 2009. Channel owner Turner Broadcasting has confirmed that the 9pm till 1am freeview slot will be replaced by CNN International. Nuts TV is also set to vanish from Sky's lineup from January. Next, Android. The first phone powered by the new operating system from Google is here. Unlike the iPhone launch, folk weren't queuing around the corners for the G1. The handset is free, provided you're prepared to pay £40 a month for an 18-month contract. The G1 has a touchscreen, sliding QWERTY keyboard, and is only available on the T-Mobile network in the UK. The hardware's a little clunky, but the Android interface does look good and shows promise. Some pics on our show notes. Next, Sling News. The Slingbox is a magic box that allows you to access your home TV while you're on the move from anywhere in the world. It allows you to connect to your home broadband and take control of a home set-top box. Until now, you could only watch Slingbox on a desktop, laptop or mobile phone, but now the long-awaited Sling Catcher is available, allowing you to watch Slingbox on a TV set. More on our show notes. Some quick channel changes. Eurosport's UK channel has been dropped from Top Up TV's live programming, leaving just a few hours of live gold and style. Also, radio station Clyde One has been dropped from Freeview. Next, some SatNav news. The gurus at TomTom have announced three additions to their Go range. The Go 540, 740 and 940 all have embedded Vodafone SIM cards for internet connectivity, allowing them to make use of a service called Traffic HD. Information about your journey speed is uploaded anonymously and shared with other connected users to provide real-time status on current road conditions. The new devices also offer local petrol prices and local Google search. Prices start from 299 
And finally, a warning for Facebook users. 13 staff at Virgin Atlantic have been sacked after using a Facebook group to discuss passengers, branding them as smelly and annoying. Well, we only ever say the nicest things about you, our listeners, on our Facebook page. Thanks, Pete. For more on these stories, take a look at the show notes for show 33 at frequencycast.co.uk, where you can sign up for TV and tech news updates. Frequencycast, now loading. Focus. Now, time for our technology focus. This one's a bit of an unusual focus, as the producer lets us out into the big wide world of wild technology to do some hand-on technical chat with some of the top tech firms around. We picked up an audio recorder and went out in search of some kit. First off, we met up with the gang from Pure. Pure has to be our favourite radio manufacturer. They're probably best known for their range of excellent DAB digital radios, and they've been increasing their audio range yet again. If you remember, Carl, we featured their basic range of Pure One radios back in show number 31. We wanted to catch up with Pure to discuss two of their newer radios. First, the Evoque 2S, which has stereo, DAB and FM. This supports pause and rewind of radio. And also we wanted to chat about the Pure Evoque Flow. This is ideal for anyone worried about just buying a DAB radio and looking for something a bit more. This includes internet radio and podcasts as well. I got chatting to Andy Davies, a product manager at Pure, who told me a little bit more about the Evoke 2S and why I should buy this new member of the Evoke family. Hi, how are you doing? Um, so Evoke 2S is a replacement model for Evoke 2XT, which was our original stereo DAB radio. Uh, we've used enhanced features for this. The main focus of the product has been the audio. We've got separate tweeters now, separate mid-range. It's ported on the bottom for, uh, for good bass. Um, it's definitely the best sounding radio we've got in this, in, in this type at the moment. It's got an organic LED display. We've got review on there to pause and rewind live dab radio for up to about 15 minutes. Uh, there's an automatic light dimmer on there as well. So if you've got it in a bedroom at light and you don't want your room flooded with the light of the display, it will dim down to the ambient light in your room as well. Uh, separate bass and treble controls. And that's pretty much it. The main key focus of the product was the audio. And just to keep it simple, because we've got a lot of the older generation that use this product, and we didn't want to overcomplicate it with features that we've got on, on some of our other products like the internet radio. We just wanted to keep the main product focus simple. And it does sound absolutely gorgeous. I've got to hand it to you. I didn't realise all these other features about the dimmer and things like that, because uh, little old people will stay alight, awake with that light on, won't they? Yep. Uh, and the tune port at the, at the bottom really does do it a lot of favours. It has a really meaty, rich sound, but at the same time, it doesn't lack in stereo spread, so it really does fill the room nicely. Yep. Okay, uh, whilst we're here, can I ask you about that? And, and what is it? This is a Vogue Flow. This is our first internet product, and uh, I can talk about this for ages. So this is a product that we've got uh, internet radio, it still has DAB, we have FM, it's got a line input for your iPod as well, um, and we've also got Listen Again and Podcasts as well. Uh, currently we've got 8,292 stations listed, uh, I think over 2,000 podcasts, and all of the BBC's Listen Again streams. Uh, the main focus of the product for us on this, and I think part of the reason why internet radio hadn't been particularly popular in the past, because it was very difficult to find the content that you wanted to listen to. Uh, key focus of this product was keeping it simple and making it easy to find anything you want to listen to uh, or make it very accessible. So what we got here is we've got uh, some filtering. Uh, it's something we've been working on for over a year really, which makes it very easy for the consumer to find their content. There's search by name, uh, there's search by quality, and what this is, it's an algorithm that we've specifically written that you know, quite a lot of consumers don't understand bit rates and things like this. So we've basically given the station a quality rating of between one and five, 
depending on how good the bitrate is, depending on what type of codec is used. So if you just want the best quality audio, you go straight to Quality 5 and you know from us that it's going to be a very good stream. Uh, search by a radio name is a great feature, so we can go on here and we can look at the BBC. Um, so if we just search by name, we go up to station, uh, and we look under the BBC by name. This should come up with every BBC station currently listed anywhere in the world. I think there's some even outside the UK. Again, very, very easy to use product. I've spelled it wrong, as you always would when you do demos like this. That's BBBC, yes? BBBBBC, yes, no, correct. So basically the whole point is bringing internet radio to the masses and making it easy to use, because in the past, I know certainly some of the competitive products that I've tried have been a little bit difficult to get to the content that you want to get to. So I have to ask, on the subject of quality and searching for any radio station and any podcast you want, there does seem to be one show missing. Well, it was obviously knocked out by our quality filter and our, uh, our board of experts, unfortunately. But I dare say there's something we can do about that, and we'll make sure it's listed soon. Thanks to Andy at Pure for that rundown of the Evoke 2S and my favourite, the Evoke Flow. Thanks also to Vicky Deacon and Dave Winchester from Pure, if you're listening. Picks and prices for these two radios on our show notes. Then next, we got chatting to TV Onyx. They manufacture freeview boxes, but they're not your run-of-the-mill boxes, are they? No, they're not. The box from Tvionics that caught my eye is probably the smallest set-top box I've ever seen, and the reason it's so diddy is it doesn't have a SCART socket on the back. It's just got an aerial in, an aerial out, and a power lead socket. Why no SCART? Surely the boxes with SCARTs have one for a reason. True, SCART and HDMI do offer better quality than using a standard coax aerial lead. This box from Tvionics, the MFR2000, works on the huge number of TV sets out there that don't have a SCART socket, typically kitchen and bedroom TVs, and TVs that were bought maybe 10 years ago or more. Even TVs that have a SCART socket will also accept an aerial, so this box will work with pretty much any TV out there, as well as an analogue PC TV receiver, like a USB stick for your PC cinch to use and really easy to connect. So I had a few words with Paul Fellows, marketing director at TV Onyx, and asked him to tell us more. Well this product we designed purely for the older TVs, where we recognise a lot of TVs out there didn't have SCART, or if they maybe only had one SCART already connected to a DVD. So very simple way of connecting. We also found uh, in some instances, the Whitehaven switchover experience, that uh, particularly some of the elderly uh, users of uh, products found they were more comfortable selecting channels 1 to 5 on their existing TV handset so by tuning their TV into the same channel which is the RF remodulation frequency of this box all they had to do is just press 1 to 5 they always got the preview channel rather than trying to work out the AV, the SCART selection on the existing TV that's quite a surprising result and uh, we found that uh, very interesting and dramatic reduction in calls that we heard from the uh, service supplier in the, in the area. A nice little product and a really handy tip there for anyone perhaps with an elderly relative who's moving over to Freeview because of the switch. Rather than using a SCART, they can use the aerial to connect and then you need to tune in the five standard TV channels to the output of the Freeview box. This means they can just press 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5, and it will switch to Freeview without them having to remember to go to the AV socket. Nice little tip there. Uh, We really like the EPG on the MFR200 as well, and the remote control is really cool. Yeah, sure enough, but it's about twice the size of the box itself. Again, some pics on our show notes. We also met up with the guys... And the girls... ...from Olympus. 
Now, they're probably best known for cameras and lenses, and they also make a range of voice recorders, you know, like dictaphones. But we got to take a look at their new LS10, an impressive piece of kit. Indeed. The second we got our hands on it, we could tell this was a really quality piece of kit. Seriously good build quality and a really good spec as well. Our outside broadcast kit consists of an Olympus DS30, so we're keen to see what the high spec of the LS10 has to offer. We spoke to Rob, National Account Manager for Olympus. Hi, this is uh, the new Olympus LS10 audio recorder. It's a very, very high audio recorder. Uh, Olympus are very well known for their dictaphones, as we just mentioned, but this product really does set the bar very, very high. Um, you're looking at sort of 96K, 24-bit recording capabilities, so that's far higher than CD quality. But then also you can record in WMA and MP3 format as well, and you have lots of different levels that you can record at. The product itself has 2 gig inbuilt memory, so you can record straight onto that. It's got an SD card slot, so you can take up to 16 gig, which gives you huge recording capability. Very, very high quality stereo microphones as well. You have m multiple lines in, uh, lines out, and you can adjust your recording level to suit. Uh, the main application for the product is really people like uh, bands and that sort of thing who want to record demos. You've got professional musicians, uh, you've got people in the, in the field as well, actually reporters wanting to record very, very high quality interviews. Um, and then you've also got uh, people who want to podcast as well. So if you record straight in MP3, um, it will allow you just to upload that straight onto your machine and then you've got a podcast ready to go. So that's good for me. Uh, as a podcaster, I could actually utilise one of these. Does it come with any sort of software application or anything like that? I mean, yeah. What's the advantages of that over my basic little Olympus DS30, which I love, by the way? <laughs> very good. Um, yeah, it's a very good question. I mean, the product comes with uh, Cubase LE4 software, which is effectively a full editing suite. So once you've recorded your audio on the machine in whatever format you want to use, say you're using it in MP3, you're recording your podcast, you can then take it, drop the file into Cubase and edit the, so edit the file as much as you like to make it ready for actually putting out on the web. Let me get this right. So this is a, a multi-track recorder. It's a stereo recorder, but then you've got the Cubase software, which will allow you to lay over, overlay tracks uh, to make the actual suite that you've got here. So the product plus the uh, Cubase LE4 software, it will effectively be a studio for you. So you really are in competition with the likes of Tascam and Fostex here? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're, as you mentioned earlier, not necessarily known in the world of uh, music recording, but we're very, very well known in, uh, in the world of dictation. So this really does step it up a level in terms of recording capability. So those bands, professional musicians, uh, stu editing studio people are all going to want to use this product in the field or just for quick demonstrations and then use the Cubase LE4 software to edit the recording. So it's a great product for a great market. Thanks to Rob and the two lovely young ladies from Olympus. Pics of the LS10 beautifully modelled on our show notes for show 33. Time to talk watches now. Okay, I was sold with the Olympus LS10. Carl is a serious watch fan, and he got chatting with Ty, Das, and Pete from a company called Dial, D-Y-A-L, who've just launched a watch called Swap. And you fell in love, didn't you, Carl? I might have done. I know who's getting a Valentine's card this year. What's it to you? So I can't actually believe you actually walked out of the show with one of these watches. So this is... I mean, it's, Don't shake it. Oh, <laughs> is it not shockproof? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sound effects here. This is a um, it's sort of a, a metal strapped watch. This, what? Is that as big as a matchbox? No, not quite. Not quite. Hang on, yeah. No, he's actually, it's, look, let's, you're just going to slag it off. So I'll do it properly for you, right? Now, what we do is we talk about a watch. This was obviously a prop from Quantum Solace that they didn't use because it was too cool, even for Craig David. Uh, no, Daniel Craig. 
Who was it that did James Bond? Craig it, David. Oh, Craig David. That's all right. Great singer. Show me about his acting. This would go down well in an Aston Martin. It's about the right size to be an Aston Martin. But isn't that gorgeous? Look at that. Now that is bling. It is pretty good. So let me just describe this for Carl here. This is, um, it's basically, it looks like an analog watch. But when you tap it, it's pretty clear that what we're actually looking at is a computer screen with an analog watch on the top of it. So if we look at it, the, the giveaway as to what this really is, is when you look at some of the icons here. So it's got the date and the day and a menu button and a name button. And then there's icons for Bluetooth, alarm, photo, music, and an email icon. So tell us what this is, Carl, Gone. Well, it's got a touch-sensitive screen and it's a watch with a mobile phone on it. But this is so cool because every time someone looks at it, they go, what does your watch do? Can you put photos on it? I can't only put photos on it. I can make movies with it. It's got the capability to take huge memory storage in the form of flashcards. Is flashcards, isn't it? Uh, yeah, micro SDs. Micro SDs, thanks for that. Uh, it's got a camera lens on one side of it, so you can actually film things in front of you. Yeah, it's got a uh, 1.3 megapixel, if I remember, and it's got a video and still camera built in. Uh, it's already got some footage of all sorts of films on it. Nice, nice. Uh, SMS, MMS, just going through the menus here. Obviously a little media player. MP3, MP4. And the funny thing is, people... Oh. Pardon you, what have you done? Save, save image. Oh, right, yeah, you're taking pictures. Well done. Aren't you clever? This is a fairly serious watch. Um, it's got a camera lens on it, two buttons, uh, touchscreen with four icons at the bottom of it. The back plate is removable. I won't do it now because it's powered up, but in there is the SIM card. And apparently this takes um, any UK SIM apart from three. Is that right? Yes. There you go. And amazingly, this is a mobile phone in a watch. Uh, it's got a does loudspeaker. It's got a speaker and a microphone. And camera lens. Amazing. This is your real Dick Tracy watch, isn't it? I've had enough of you and your Dick Tracy. <laughs> it's actually got a good battery life. Uh, apparently, it don't save all those stupid images. You keep yeah. saying, it there? What have I done? I've got it in some funny mode. <laughs> Sorry. It tells the time now. <laughs> that's what that funny mode is. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my mobile phone going off. Hang on. Uh, oh, Vinny's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Vinny, the bearded buffalo. Happy birthday to you. And you do realise that's a giveaway, don't you? It shows actually we're recording this show at midnight and my alarm's just gone off because it's a change of a day. <laughs> what are we doing up at midnight talking about watches? Obviously, it's going to be an early finish. Normally, it's four in the morning, isn't it? Uh, great purchase, a good price. Um, these are going to retail in the shops for around, how much did they reckon? Uh, it was about 200 wasn't it? Which is, for a mobile in a watch, I thought was was quite low. I, I was guessing about three. So while we were in about, we actually caught up with uh, the guys from Dial, didn't we? We certainly did. I spoke to Dial's Pete uh, to hear what his sales pitch was all about. All right, what well, the product we've got we're launching today is the Swap Watch. It stands for Smartwatch and Phone. So what we've got is a watch that encompasses your mobile phone. It's got all your features you would have on your mobile and a watch. So it, it has a 1.3 megapixel camera, which can record, take videos. It has a audio player, MP3, MP4 video player, so you can watch all your favorite movies, um, everything from uh, Happy Feet to, to Jaws, I suppose. So it covers everything. Um, as well as that, it doubles up. You can use a Bluetooth headset to talk directly, so you don't have to talk into the watch. You can talk into the watch if you wish, or via the supplied headphones as well as an added extra. Um, all accessories are included, and the uh, UK RRP price is 199. Excellent. And I tell you what, the future is here. I am definitely, <laughs> I am definitely Michael J. Fox on this one. So, what do you think about the size and weight, Carl? Well, the size is humongously cool. Uh, this is this is a fashion watch, I tell you. Uh, but the weight, surprisingly light. This is absolutely spot on. Let's buy one. How much do you want? <laughs>
Dick Tracy eat your heart out. More like a Knight Rider watch, I think. A mobile phone in a watch. Unlocked for all networks except three in the UK. This has Bluetooth, 1.3 meg camera, supports MP3, MP4, uh, up to a 2 gig flashcard will work in this, SMS, MMS, touchscreen and 100 hour standby. You can recharge it on a USB socket on your PC. Impressive wingspan. It's probably a bit chunky for my taste, but an amazing spec, and I was actually seriously tempted myself. Frequency cast. Now loading. Interaction. Frequency casts based on feedback, suggestions and questions from you, our listeners. Now it's time to hear what you've been saying as we look at our emails, texts and calls. First off, Ed Tulloch says, Please could you tell me what web browser you would choose out of the many out there? I currently have Chrome, Firefox 3, IE7 and IE8, and Opera. I just want one. Also, in Chrome, I sometimes get a blank page when going to email, and sometimes get a normal email page. Hi Ed, that's a toughie. Everyone's got their own favourite. Uh, Windows IE has dominated the market and still does, uh, but uh, Firefox has a huge following. Personally, I'm a Firefox man myself, uh, mainly due to the range of plugins that you can get for it. Uh, every now and then I do go back to IE um, for a couple of sites that just don't work on Firefox. I must admit, I'm not overly keen on Opera, but Google Chrome is pretty good. The fastest browser around, without a doubt. Um, not enough gadgets and, and widgets and plugins and things for me, but I do actually use it on my Asus 901, the little handheld uh, laptop, as it's really, really fast and doesn't drain too much of the system resources. Again, personal preference, I think. Perhaps one for our text line. What browser do you recommend on a train? Send us a text with your name, browser of choice, and perhaps a reason. And send us in a text, yes. If you haven't got the number stored into your mobile phone yet, why not? A quick reminder, the number is 07882 043521. Add it to your phone book and send us a message, what browser do you recommend? And one lucky texter might get one of our almost legendary fridge magnets. Next, Dave Evensacks. Do you have any information about the breakup of some Freeview channels? Well, do we? Yeah, that's a question we get asked quite a lot. Normally, signal breakup is a sign that your box or TV isn't getting enough signal. Typically, that means there's an aerial problem, or a cabling problem, or it's just down to where you live. You'll be wanting to have a listen to show 14 for all your Freeview woes. And now a hello to Scott Simpson. He says, you asked what should be done with the spare DAB multiplex. I suggest it should be given to the BBC to allow an increase in the bitrate so that the quality at least matches FM, as intended when DAB was first introduced. This should delay the need to change to DAB Plus and avoid forcing listeners to purchase new radios at a time of economic recession. He's also picked up on one of Pete's bad habits. Overuse of the phrase, a little bit. Young man. Sorry Scott, I'll try to be 98% more accurate next time. In two seconds from now, we'll have a podline call. Hi, my name is Abdul. Um, I've got the Nokia N96 and I still have no access to Wi-Fi. It keeps telling me to switch to Wi-Fi mode and there's not an option on the phone, so I don't know how to get it. Thank you. Bye. Aha, a nice easy one. Go to Tools, WLAN Wizard, and it will walk you through the setup process. Oh, this is a good one. In the news, you talked about Facebook, didn't you? And Michael Johnson has scrawled all over our wall. Yes, he has, messy chap. Messy? <laughs> Vandalism, that's what I call it. <laughs> Who does he love? Karen? Who's she? Anyway, um, I think your listeners could be more interactive and help more. Uh, may I suggest you mention the forums so that more people can get involved? Yeah, let's do that. Should we mention our forums? Yeah, we've got forums. 
Right. We do anyway. have forums, and uh, if you don't no, know... No, where... that's it. Oh. I've mentioned them. Okay. Should we not say where they are or anything? Oh, go on then. Have a chat. Actually, the guys did make a little change to our website. If you go to the main page of Frequency Cast Co. UK, you won't have seen this yet, but there's a new little button that says listener, question mark, and it's a special section just for our listeners. And in there, you'll find listener-only links, including a link to our forum. That's where our regular listeners congregate to talk about the show and to raise questions and also to discuss new things to talk about on upcoming shows. So yes, Michael is absolutely right. Do get involved. Do go to the listeners button from the front page and go to our forum, sign up and get chatting. Thank you. you know, and you, talking of forums, you, you actually, really do ruin you know, a good show. The, here, here we go, here we go. Uh, we had a post from Waylander. Yes, and he says, thanks for your tip in the news update page about the Sky HD package offer. He had it installed last week. The only thing is, he says he can't tell the difference. Am I alone in thinking this, or are others out there that think HD isn't all it's cracked up to be? So you're not HD, are you? You're, you're, no. barely, you're barely TV, aren't you, at the moment? No, I'm H-A-P-P-Y. <laughs> Have you actually, you've seen my HD telly, haven't you? What do you think? Is it better than standard? Have you not noticed much of a difference? Uh, now, it is, no, it's good quality. I liked it. It's better than mine, but then I've got a silly little yeah. portable, <laughs> portable area yeah, yeah, on my uh, telly at the moment. But you've actually compared... High de- I, I've made you do it. I've made you compare high definition and standard, and you can see the difference, can't you? Yeah, there's a clarity, there's a depth of picture, and, and it's almost like watching 3D compared to 1D. Yeah, so actually I, I, what I suspect Waylander has done is he's not quite connected things properly, and he's actually still watching standard definition. And the real way to check is go up to the National Geographic channel, and on there there's a whole bunch of nature programs, all shot in HD. They're probably the best demonstrator of real high-quality uh, HD content. So go to the HD National Geographic channel and then flick back to one of the other channels. Comparison I always do with people is go straight from National Geographic HD to something like Gold, where there's programs from the 1970s in standard definition and grainy. There you can really, really tell the difference. That's a good idea, but just how could he have connected it up wrongly? Well, chances are what he's done is he's, he's got a SCART lead going from his Sky HD box into his telly. What he actually needs to do is get an HDMI lead, which is the, the high-def lead, out of the back of the HDMI socket in the Sky HD box, into the back of the TV, into the HDMI socket. You can also use a SCART lead as well, but the important thing to do is make sure that the TV is switched to the line input of the HDMI lead, not the SCART lead, because the SCART lead doesn't carry the high-def stuff. Well, I hope he got that, because I certainly didn't. Do you want to do it again? So, HD... No, I was, def- I was taking the okay, mickey. Nice. I know it'll make the show last longer, okay, yeah, but it's yeah. not really <laughs> worth doing, all right? Uh, yes, thank you, Carl. Okay, what's next? What's next? We'd like to say hi to all of those listening to us online via flagradio.com. Yes, hi to all the flagradio.com listeners. This is a new internet-based radio station that's just started relaying our show. So, yes, we're glad to be here on Flag Radio, and hi to all the listeners. And hi also to Gary and the team at South Hearts Radio. They say well done on another great show. Nice to hear about saving shortwave in there too. Thanks, chaps, and tar for the link on your site. Oh, that reminds me, talking of sites, I have some good news for you. We are gradually creeping up the iTunes um, tech podcast chart. Are we? What are we, we now? Are, we are Page 17? No, actually, we're number 18 on the tech news podcast page. But you kind of have to filter out the video podcast to get us there. So we're number 18 in the tech podcasts. Come on, guys, let's make it number one just for a laugh. Just so we can say we were number one, even if it was for eight seconds. I know we keep on banging on about getting up the iTunes ranking, but it is actually quite important to us. So, guys, if you like what we do, we need some reviews and we need you to sign up through iTunes. We don't actually have that many reviews. All we need is another two or three, four or five. It might even be a fridge magnet. 
in it for you. But no. there's also coasters if they're interested. <laughs> yes, frequency cast coasters coming soon. Watch this space. Oh, good grief. Whatever next? Coat hangers? Frequency cast coat hangers. What a good idea. Nice one. Cheers, guys, and thanks to everyone who's been in touch. If you've not made contact, get in touch and let us know you're out there. Frequency cast. Shut down in progress. Well, that's it for this Frequency Cast. If you want to get in touch, you can leave us a voicemail message on 0208 133 4567. Or you can contact us from our site. If you're on the move, text us on 07882 043 521. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Remember to check out the show notes for this show, Show 33 for links to everything we've discussed today. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button and also comment on today's show in our listeners' forum. Our web address is www.frequencycast.co.uk So that's it for this show. No silly rhyme, I haven't the time. I pushed it out quick. Oh, what a clever...